My name is Sean Rapier, and I love Disneyland. When I can't actually be there, I love talking about Disneyland, and that's why I put together the Castle Collective. So who is the Collective? Well, it's a group of friends of mine who love Disneyland as much as I do. Some are former Disney employees, some are current Disney employees, some are hosts of other Disneyland podcasts, and some are just friends who love Disneyland just like you and me. And in each episode, one of them joins me to talk about what makes Disneyland the happiest place on earth. So for the next little bit, you can leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. This is the Castle Collective. And welcome to this episode of the Castle Collective. We are going to be talking about one of the most iconic rides at Disneyland, Uh, We're going to be talking about Jungle Cruise, and who better to have as my guest on the show this week, a member of the collective, Rob Foray, a.k.a. Skipper Rob. Hey, Rob, how are you? Hello, it's fun to be on the Castle Collective, and I think this is an appropriate time for me to come in. Yeah, there is no one else from our collective that I would have had in this episode, Rob. And that is because uh, not only is Rob a lot of fun and a good friend and a great guy and an amazing world-class DJ. Can we just add that? You literally DJ around the world at events. Yeah, I'm a speaker. I'm a game show host. I do it all. Yeah, he's a great entertainer. But also, he had a very special job out in Florida in a little uh, town called Orlando. Tell us what that job was, Rob. I worked as a Jungle Cruise skipper. Yeah, My which is why Disney we call him dream job. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That is the Disney dream job. He is Skipper Rob. And so, uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking all about, even though we're talking about Disneyland, there's a lot of crossover with that. And Rob's been to Disneyland and on the Jungle Cruise many times as well. And yeah. uh, so it's pretty exciting. So before we jump into the Disneyland version that we're going to be talking about today, tell us how you got your job at uh, Disney World as a skipper. Yeah, so I graduated from college in 2003, and I decided to do what was called the Disney World College Program. Little did I know, I signed up for the program that was for people who are still in college. I didn't sign up for the professional (laughs) internships, which actually goes into your field or profession, like communications. So I get there, and I got a job working in the parking lot of MGM Studios. Yay. But... (laughs) While I was on the college program, I met a lot of people. We would go to the parks all the time. We had free passes, so we'd go. And one night, a couple of us went on the Jungle Cruise. And I forgot about that ride. You know, I went on it a couple of times as a kid. But when I went on it, I was inspired. The skipper was dry, lame, and funny. I laughed at every single joke. <laughs> but the thing is, I the guy was just going through his normal routine, his normal script, but I sat there laughing the entire time. And I'm like, this is brilliant. He's so funny. And I said to myself that night, I will be working here one day. Oh, yes, I will be. So I graduated from the college <laughs> program and I applied for the Jungle Cruise immediately when I was done because I did not want to stay at the parking lot. So I went down to Disney Casting and I had my top three jobs, which was Jungle Cruise, Kilimanjaro Safaris, uh, and the Great Movie Ride, which all involve talking and spieling because I yes. love to do that. 
So I got a call two weeks later and I got my job at the Jungle Cruise. So I started in the summer of 2004. In the summer of 2004. Yeah. And the reason I emphasize Orlando that, summer. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. You're getting the humidity. Yes. And our break room was outdoors. Yes. It was an open air break room. We had a canopy and a fridge, but everything was open doors. So no air conditioning and just in the elements of the jungle. But it was it was a fun, fun time being there. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And it was fun to be creative and being there with the guests. So, and I have some fun stories, but we can hold those off for another time. Well, I am excited to hear you chime in as we talk about this attraction. Uh, I love Jungle Cruise. I've always loved it. It's, it's yes. definitely awesome. So let's jump in before we get into the ride itself. We're going to go through yes. some Fast Pass facts. These are some interesting facts. This week, our Fast Pass facts come from themeparkquests.com. And uh, some really interesting stuff. I definitely didn't know all this. So first, fa- first Fast Pass fact is the Jungle Cruise was the only major attraction of any kind in Adventureland for the first seven years of the park's history and is one of the first attractions not based on an animated film. Completely I don't think it original. Be made today. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> Everything's no. based on IP. Right. So... Yeah, but seven years, it was the only major thing. Adventureland's my favorite land, so it's hard for me to imagine, you know, nothing else really going on over there. Well, if you if you also think about um, at Animal Kingdom, a lot of original rides over there, so... Uh, Fair point, yeah. Everest, Expedition those Everest, are, original. Those are recent, you're absolutely yeah. right. And the whole uh, Dino Land, all of Di- well, Dinosaur the Ride is based on IP, a movie, yeah. but everything else in Dino Land is. Yeah. So there you go. All right, next Fast Pass fact Kevin Costner and Robin Williams are said to have been Jungle Cruise skippers in their youths. I did some homework on this. Mm-hmm. I definitely verified uh, Kevin Costner not only was a skipper, he met his wife who was playing Snow White. They are no longer together, but she was playing Snow White and they met at Disneyland. I couldn't find verification on Robin Williams. Everywhere I looked, they said, we've heard a rumor. We've heard that. And maybe some of our listeners can, uh, can catch us on, on social media and let us know. Yeah. I don't know. Are you aware of this? Yeah. I've heard rumors. I don't think he got, he was a skipper, but I also heard rumors that Steve Martin was a skipper and that, was confused because he actually did work at Disneyland, but I believed he worked in the magic shop on Main Street. So some yes, people that think, I know he did. Right. Yeah. So some people said, didn't you know? And I think they probably have confused the two attractions, even though the magic shop is not an attraction. <laughs> and I think that part of it, oh, it used to be. I used to go in there just to watch all the tricks. Yeah. But I also think that part of that is probably because Steve Martin would have been great oh, yes. as a uh, skipper. He, he would have been, been awesome. Brilliant. Next fact, Walt originally wanted live animals for the attraction, but he quickly realized they would not behave as predictably as he wanted for his guests. I mean, it makes total sense that it didn't go that direction. But I imagine he was inspired by seeing rundown zoos, just like how he saw rundown theme parks. <laughs> and so he probably wanted to do something amazing. You kind of wish he could go back to Disney World and see Kilimanjaro Safari. Yes. Because 
that's sort of Jungle Cruise times 50, yes. you know, times 100. It's such an amazing attraction. All right, next uh, next Fast Pass fact, early names for the attraction. Actually, these were ones that Disney were they were batting around, they were calling it. The early ideas were the Explorer Boat Ride, River Boat Ride, Jungle River Boat Ride, Jungle River Boat Safari, and it wasn't until 1959 they finalized the name the Jungle Cruise. Aren't you glad we don't have Jungle River Boat Ride? Yeah, it's just, it's way too many, <laughs> way too many words. I think the only one that would really work was maybe the Jungle River Boat Safari or just Jungle Safari. Like that would work. But a cruise, that means you're on a boat in a safari altogether. Yeah. Yeah, I like I, I like where they landed. I think Jungle Cruise, I can't imagine it any other way. Um, the attraction itself sits on three acres of the park, and the excursion takes nine minutes to complete. First of all, if you would have just asked me, I would have said it's on 10 acres and it takes 15 minutes. Right. I was actually surprised by this. It feels like such a big attraction, right? Yeah, it, it has a huge footprint, but the thing is we see it. Whereas maybe some show buildings, you don't realize how vast that show building is. Yeah, it's cool. It's a big one. This one was fascinating to me. Harper Groff, uh, who also worked on 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, he was an art director working for Disney, and he did much of the overall design. And this is lore. I couldn't verify <laughs> it. But uh, rumor and lore says that he used his foot and dragged it in the sand to carve out the course uh, for Jungle Cruise and then bulldozers and men with shovels and everything else. They copied the landforms that he modeled in the sand. So he basically created the whole path, the whole thing with his shoe. Isn't that cool? Well, not a lot of people know that there is a trough in the middle of the actual river. And that's where the pylons from the actual boat go into. So it kind of bounces in between that trough. And I imagine it follows that footpath. And I don't know, should we draw back the curtain? Should we go peek behind the curtain? Those skippers really aren't steering those boats. I'm sorry to break it to you folks. What? I know. No, Skipper Rob. I know. But that was the yeah, fun don't thing. Don't let your kids hear this. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I always, I remember going on it at, at Walt Disney World when I was on that boat ride that one night and I saw the guy spinning the wheel and I'm like, what is going on? How is he doing this? This is amazing. Like he spins it to one side, then he spins it. This is, and he's not even watching the river. So good. And he has his back to the river. The only thing we control is the throttle. So uh, as far as steering oh, it, so we don't. So when my son, I have a, a son who is autistic. Yes. And when he was about seven years old, he was sitting up toward the front and the skipper asked if he wanted to steer the boat. Yeah. And no one has ever steered more intently than my seven-year-old David. That is amazing. As he was, he took it so seriously. It was the cutest thing. And then when he got done, he was so proud of himself. Dad, check it out. Look what I did. So that was a that was a little bit of extra Disney magic. No, pretty cool stuff. No, he created a moment for him. He'll remember that for the rest oh, of his yes. life. I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Or until I get, you know, another 20 years and I'm, you know, too old to remember it. But right. <laughs> it was really it was really special. Um, this one blew my mind. Yeah. And they're claiming total fact that the the native encampment, yes. when you come across 
the the natives that uh, are over there on your right hand side, um, the encampment is actually only thirty five feet from City Hall on Main Street. That is crazy. What? Yeah, yeah. And you think about it, it kind of does make sense if it goes back that far. Then yeah, that would be where Main Street would have to be. That's crazy though. It's about the same at Walt Disney World at the Magic Kingdom, but it's much closer at Disneyland for sure. Yeah, that is crazy to me. All right. Although there are design references made to several world rivers, you know, you go on the Amazon, the Mekong, the Congo, the Nile, much of the overall design and feel for the attraction was taken from the movie, The African Queen. Have you seen that movie, Rob? You know what? I haven't done my homework on that. I need to go see that movie. And you know, there were to release the Jungle Cruise movie this summer of 2020 but they had to move the date yeah. back, unfortunately. Darn you, COVID. Darn you, COVID. We could have had our movie by now, and the trailer looks awesome yes, for it. I, so. I was laughing all throughout it because it's just, they did some justice to it, for sure. It feels, the, the movie feels like the ride, yeah. based on at least just the uh, the previews we've seen. But I'll tell you this, none of our skippers look like The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, Rob. <laughs> um, okay, and then uh, our last one. Two of the major changes made to Jungle Cruise happened in 1993 and 2005 when they respectively changed the designs of the boats to match the grittiness and worn feel of Indiana Jones attraction that was constructed right next to it. And later the piranha were added to the river itself. So they kind of wanted it to tie in not that it was themed to Indiana Jones, but to have that same gritty right. 1940s feel to it, you know? And I think they succeeded. I think it's even earlier, maybe 1930s. But yeah, 1930s, 1940s. Yeah, maybe 1930s, yeah. Um, but I think... The, 1920s, I have, I have no clue. I really have no idea. <laughs> the canopies, Sometime a long time ago. Yeah, and the canopies used to be uh, red and white candy striped. Yeah, they were striped. But now it has that, that tan canopy feel. So if you're if you're in charge of making sure that those canopies kind of have that old dirty feel, do you do your job just by not cleaning them? Exactly. Is that <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they do at least Walt Disney World because it's so humid and wet out there. Yeah, they just want it, want it to be as authentic as possible. So so those are our fast pass facts. I definitely learned a few things. And another fun fact. The water yes, please. they actually color the water. They have to color it. So there is really no dirt on the bottom, but they put in coloring in there. It's just like Willy Wonka's. All the coloring comes from Schweitzer Falls, and it mixes it. That part I made up. Does it really? But I imagine it would be that way. <laughs> I, I bet that's you what they do. I totally believed it. But I would Rob, think I totally believed the, it. The guy goes at the top of the falls, and he pours the dye in. I imagine that's what he did. Yeah. But wouldn't that be the best place the, to mix it? The dye is called Schweitzer. It's yes. called Schweitzer dye. Schweitzer dye. And it's dumped over Schweitzer Falls. Oh, that's funny. No, they, but they do actually dye the water. That's they do. That's a true story. Yes. Yeah. True story. That's really cool. Well, why don't we jump into the line, uh, jump in the line at Disneyland. We're going to go through the ride itself. And then if you want to talk, you know, throw in some, hey, at Disney World, this happens yeah. instead or whatever, yeah. we can do that too. I've been on the Jungle Cruise at Disney World also, not as many times as you have, certainly, yeah. but- Probably yes. 20 times. So, you know, I know it fairly well. Uh, but we get into line and I have to say it is one of the best lines at all of Disneyland. You know, yeah. the, it is themed and it didn't used to be. It used to just be 
turnstiles, but now they've got the upstairs open and even the upstairs is great. You know, it's busy if you're going upstairs in line. Right. That's for sure. And at Magic Kingdom, they don't have an upstairs. So I kind of no. actually like that, the the opportunity to go upstairs and downstairs. But here's the biggest problem with Disneyland, though, is there comes a choice where you have to go on the right side or the left yeah. side. And you're always <laughs> looking at the guy in front of you. You're like, we are parallel now. And then that guy gets in front of you and he gets on the boat in front of you. And you go, I have chosen poorly in reference to <laughs> Indiana Jones. But you get on that line and you're all like pacing yourself against that guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I do the same thing. And actually, Indiana Jones has the same thing at the stairs. Right. They've got the exact same thing where you get to choose that either you're going to go left or you're going to go right. Exactly. And uh, choose wisely, man. Right. Choose wisely. <laughs> and uh, uh, the soundtrack. Go ahead. The soundtrack is just so much fun. Uh, and I actually have a copy of the whole album soundtrack that is played awesome. throughout. And it's uh, Albert Wall Radio. Albert Wall Radio. That's what it's called? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, it is. It adds so much to the theming. All of that that soundtrack is just awesome. Uh, one of the weird things about the line there is usually, you know, based on how busy the park is, yes. that Indiana Jones is going to be, if it's a slow day, you might have a 30-minute line. If it's a semi-busy, it's an hour. And if it's really busy, it's an hour and a half. And if Indiana Jungle Jones Cruise, gets closed down, and if it's 101, as we call it, then that line just gets longer and longer because everybody goes immediately from Indiana Jones to the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is the most unpredictable line in all of Disneyland. I mean, there are times where a busy day, it's got a five-minute wait. There are times on a slow day, it's got a 45-minute wait. Do you have any idea why? Any thoughts on that? You know, it's really random. And the thing is, I also think Jungle Cruise is one of those like, well, we're over here. We might as well. It's not often, in my opinion, like a destination, right? Because you got your mountains, you got your Indian. So let's say somebody is walking over to Adventureland. They go, oh, Pirates, that long line's way too long. Oh, Indian Jones, that's way too long. Let's just go on Jungle Cruise. And then they go on it. And then it gets longer and longer and longer because of the wait (laughs) times of the other rides. Yes, absolutely. Oh, it's it's such a great line, though. And then you get that exciting moment. Hey, go ahead and get on the boat. Now, of course, you don't really get to choose a seat. No. You know, the way they have you fill in is front goes this way, back goes that way. You fill in all the open seats. Do you have a favorite place to sit? Yes. And and before we get to the seats, I got to tell you one more thing about the line. We used to have Please. a great joke. We even did jokes while they were in line. And we wanted to make <laughs> sure that people enjoyed themselves. And so the classic joke while people waited in line, we say, if you have lost a roll of $100 bills wrapped in a red rubber band, please come up to the skipper booth. We have found your red rubber band. That was the joke. <laughs> I had to set it up See, correctly. Classic. Yeah. No, that is a classic. That's one of the things that I love. Everybody goes on it wanting to hear the skipper jokes. Yes. That's great. So, uh, so getting on the boat. Speaking of well, and speaking of skippers too, I mean, did you did you get to make up your own jokes? I know you were given a lot yeah, of them. Yeah. But were you allowed leeway to make up your own jokes? Yeah, it's a good question because <laughs> we did have our own leeway and I always when I made up my own jokes, 
I only did maybe a handful, maybe five or six. If you are dedicating probably 70% of your spiel to the actual script, you should be okay. Some skippers made up the entire thing and some would get in trouble. They also, I know they did this at Magic Kingdom. They probably did it at Disneyland. They would have a cruise at the end of the night and they would have a dirty cruise where skippers would tell (laughs) dirty jokes. I never. When it was all skippers writing? Yes. And so they would, (laughs) as they would close it up, all the skippers would jump on one person's boat and go around and listen to the jokes. But I did make up my own jokes and I was often going on other skippers' boats and stealing some of their jokes or adapting them for my own. And what's the great thing is also skippers would create characters. I created a character, the guy who trained me, his name was Danger Bob, and he would wear these sunglasses. He kind of looked like Jack Black and he would just tell these terrible jokes and had this whole persona. So certain skippers would take on personas and characters and tell their own jokes. And I can give you some of my jokes once we get to some of those show scenes. That is really, really fun. I just need to know before we get into the, the, the ride itself, did you ever get called out? Did you ever have a supervisor and did they have secret riders? Did they have like, yes. And so I never got called out. I never had any problems. I did have managers ride my boat, and usually I would stick exactly to the script. And one time, one manager drove, got on my boat, and he was actually a friend of mine. We did improv together. Uh, Me and three other skippers, we formed an improv group called the Hippos. Uh, So... He rode my boat once and he got off the boat and he wrote me like a recommendation. And he says, thank you for the enjoyable cruise. Even this jaded skipper who's been here for years laughed and chuckled on your cruise. And so I, it's oh, always, that's awesome. And it's kind of like doing stand up comedy for other standups and being able to get yeah. that reaction. And so, uh, that's I high praise Rob, right. But I do know there were some secret shoppers or managers from other areas that would come mm. on. And so that never happened to me, but I've heard of that. And I think there were some times, especially when it comes to college program kids, some of those college program kids, they're not full timers or they gotcha. are full time, but it's not what their profession is or what their yeah, job's going to be. Sure. And some of them just go off and some of them get in trouble and some of them get let go. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like so much fun. All right, so let's get on the ride. You have a favorite seat. You have a favorite side. Yeah, I usually like to have my back to the dock and sit okay. on the very front seat right next to the skipper. Mm. It's my favorite seat just because I feel like I'm in control again, and I'm just kind of where the action is. I like being in the front. I like to see what's happening in front of me. The if you want to not have to crane your head, you can sit on the boxes in the middle. But the problem with the boxes in the middle, they are the sacrificial altar. Uh, that's a joke that we make. <laughs> but uh, if you sit in the middle, you don't have that back support. So either way. Yeah. And the cool thing is if you do sit, let's say we're facing the skipper. We're looking at the skipper. He's right in front of us. So I'm talking about the right-hand side. And the reason yep. if you're on the right-hand side of the boat... I don't starboard, longboard, whatever I don't it is. Know. I don't know. But <laughs> you get the full view of the backside of water. You don't have to crane your head or turn uh, yes. around for the backside. For the big attraction. Yeah. So you always, <laughs> it's the biggest attraction there is. So you want to be on the right side of the boat, 
so that you can see the backside of water in all its glory. Uh, I love it. I I am close. Uh, I like to sit at the back of the boat, mm-hmm. but with my back to the dock also. Okay. Uh, but I like to be toward the back yeah. or the very back because then I can hear the fullness of the joke. Yes. Appreciate the response of the crowd, then see the entire thing laid out. Yeah. So I never miss anything, but different strategies. But I I definitely enjoy it but all. But we way also through. appreciate you in the back because then you could be laughing from the back of the boat to fill to start, you know, that ripple effect. Because it's yeah. always good to have people at front and back left laughing. Yeah, for sure. So uh, then we go and we meet some animals. So we kind of start off here, some of the favorite animals. We've got the crocodiles. Of course, the, the classic joke that I think has become totally standard is that crocodile's name is uh, Ginger, but be careful because Ginger snaps. snaps. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a classic. The other joke I found was, you know, the Crocs are always looking for a handout, but be careful. I once had an English teacher on board. She didn't listen to me, and now she's teaching shorthand. Hey, all right. <laughs> I never used that one, but we always said ginger snaps. Um, and we had two crocodiles, and we named them both. You know, the one on the right, that's ginger. She snaps. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, then after the crocodiles, we get to the elephants. Do you think, that, to me, the elephants, and especially the elephants sitting in the water, but uh, the, sitting under the, you know, taking a shower. But to me, the elephants, I think they're the most iconic part of the ride. Right. Like when people really think about it. Do you agree on that? Yeah. And here's the interesting thing. It's much more magical at Magic Kingdom. And I'm going to tell you why. Because they come after the temple. They're the last big show scene mm, before it's true. you get back to your dock because you come out of it and you go, ladies and gentlemen, what have you come upon? Oh my, it's an elephant bathing pool and everybody's there. And then it's very memorable because the elephant comes out of the water to spray you. You always remember that part because you, yep. when you're a little kid, you're like, is it going to get me? Is it going to get me? It never does, but it's timed perfectly to look like it's going to spray you. It's awesome. Awesome. I love the elephants. I looked up a joke for pretty much each of these. Yes. And the joke that I found on elephants was, see that elephant right there? That's the richest elephant in the whole jungle. His name is Donald Trunk. So Which is now inter- a political joke. <laughs> yeah. And I was actually going to save that for later because there are African elephants and these are, I believe, the Asian elephants. So there's two different types of elephants. Mm. And so the African elephants, one of them I named Donald Trunk also. And so- Oh, really? Yes. In the show scene in Magic Kingdom, they 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 pull up their trunks and they go, rawr, rawr. and so what I do is I say, watch, I taught Donald a trick. All right, Donald, speak. Ooh, and I go louder. Ooh. One more time. And he doesn't do it. And I go, you're fired. And people would laugh. And this was in the time of the apprentice. <laughs> so this was in 2004, 2005. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> and I said, you're fired. But the elephants, Rob, my favorite funny. joke. So I used, so I, that was a joke I made up. And so it's interesting that uh, you found that joke. But my favorite joke, it's a classic joke. Go ahead. Don't be shy. Uh, no, what is it? Uh, don't worry, everybody. They're wearing their trunks. You know, some people yes, get really shy when they see these elephants. Don't worry, they're wearing their trunks. 
That is a good joke. That is a classic. I like it. Uh, after the elephants, we kind of come across, I mean, and there are some random animals uh, throughout, but another big scene is the gorillas that have taken over the camp. Yes. To me, that's one of the most fun ones. And then you've got the really intense uh, gorilla that's looking down the barrel of the shotgun that gets me every time, you know, as as he's looking in there. But they've taken over the camp and, yeah, and what a fun scene, right? Yeah. And at Disneyland, there's explosions in the water where they don't have that at Magic Kingdom. And so I, mm. I always love it when I go to Disneyland because there's explosions in the water and it's all crazy. <laughs> and it, it's a really fun show scene, especially where the Jeep is rolled over. Yeah, it, it is. It's very fun. And the, the, the gorillas have really taken over. I mean, it looks like what gorillas might do if they took over a camp. Right. I think it's super, super fun. And we would always try to use the joke, uh, you see my Jeep right there. I couldn't get it to start. I couldn't get it to turn over. Because <laughs> it's upside down. Right. That took me a second. Yeah. That's good. Go. Uh, the other joke I looked up during the gorillas was, uh, now please, if you're wearing yellow, don't make any noises like a banana. It drives them ape. They find it appealing. Exactly. Yes. That's, 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 that's in the script uh, for sure. That's Disney approved right there. Well, what's funny to me, though, is we go from this scene of these gorillas that are almost cartoon-like yeah. as they're they're going through trying to figure out all the stuff in camp. Then we go to the most serious scene mm-hmm. where you've got a bunch of lions eating a zebra. And they're, they're basically standing there devouring this zebra. What a <laughs> contrast from the, the, the gorillas causing mischief. Well, it, it's interesting. I, I, we look at that. We call it the savanna scene. You know, now we're on the Nile River checking out yeah. these uh, lions on the savanna scene. And what I love about that scene is the variety. You also see the impalas. At Walt Disney World, we used to say, oh, and that one right there in the back, that's the 1971 impala. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> that's when it was built. And uh, yeah, love that one. <laughs> and we'd also have that scene right there. And I go, a lot of people think this rock right here is sandstone but don't take it for granted. <laughs> also a classic. And I would, my, my favorite, yes. sorry, my favorite is when they, when they say, uh, and now we're coming upon a heartwarming scene. Look at those lions protecting that sleeping zebra, yes. making sure he stays safe. Cause you don't actually see their mouths or anything, no. but, but uh, and, it's definitely that that's what they're doing. And what I would do is that, you know, say, Ladies and gentlemen, this is a demonstration of survival of the fittest. As you can see, those lions are taking care of that sleeping zebra. Ah, <laughs> can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> that is awesome. And also worked really better that one. at night. And that's another thing we haven't talked about. Taking the Jungle Cruise at night is a ex- completely different experience. So, And we're definitely going to hit that in the single rider line questions. Because I have very strong feelings about that, too. Um, next scene is the, the rhinos with the man up the pole. Yes. So we kind of go from this very comic scene of the gorillas to a very serious scene of lions eating a zebra mm-hmm. to the most comic where you've got all these men running up the pole and they go up and down as the rhino is trying to, uh, poke them. Yes. The poor guy on the bottom. Right. Yeah. And I, I think they changed the order of it. I think they used to have the African American or the Africans on the bottom, the black guys, mm, and then yeah. they switched it 
and made them on top and then the white guys on the bottom. Which would make sense because the the visiting guy would know less about what to do. Exactly. So that definitely makes a lot more sense. Um, the joke is great that I found on this one, yep. which this is right here is a perfect example of why you never get into an argument with a rhino. He'll always get his point across. In the in end. The end. <laughs> Emphasis on in, in the, the end. end. Yes. That is such a, uh, that's one of my favorite scenes because there's so much to see. And the faces on the, the men on the pole, just yep. pure terror. It's fantastic. It's great. All right. Next, we're headed over to the hippos. And, uh, the hippos are, are probably to me the most realistic looking and maybe it's cause you just see a part of them and some of them are coming up out of the water. Um, they, they come up out of the water like they are going to attack. Did you ever have anybody on your ride get nervous? Not really. Sometimes you'd have anxious kids, uh, especially at night, Yeah, but sure. Not really. Some kids would get startled by it. And, you know, we'd also make the comment is they're about to attack because you know that because they're wiggling their ears. And so yeah. if you never <laughs> notice that they're wiggling their ears. And uh, it's a kind of a controversial scene because we used to shoot at them. We had guns, right? right? They took away our guns while I was working there. No, before I got there, they took away the guns because they used to have caps in them that they have to reload every time. Then they brought the guns back. And the guns were mechanical. And so they had a sound card in it and you'd shoot it. But the gun had this yeah. huge wire <laughs> that would go from the bottom uh-huh, of the, the gun. The wire connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I love taking jokes. I was just rewatching my video uh, before we got on the call here of my trip as a Jungle Cruise skipper. Somebody recorded it and it's on YouTube. So if you ever want to look it up, just Google Rob Frey Jungle Cruise. And there's this part and I, and I, I had the gun up and I say, and I'm pretty sure I got this from somebody else, but it made me laugh. And I go, yeah, so we have nine, eight hippos in this pool. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Okay. That's actually really funny, yeah. Rob. That's really, and, really funny. And I say, you guys, you guys got to be beware of these hippos, especially the ones in the trees. Cause that's when I fire at them, I shoot up into the sky because we yeah. can't actually shoot them. Cause what we used to do is aim our guns and shoot at them, but we would shoot yeah. up into the sky to scare them. And so we would say to the people like, we're shooting our, our guns up into the sky just to scare them, especially the ones up in the trees. <laughs> Yeah, I have seen once at Disneyland uh, where one of the skippers said, uh, don't worry, I'll take care of this. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, no, they're attacking. Don't worry, I'll take care of this. Fired his gun in the air and said, don't worry, I got the one up in the tree. Yes. So kind of a different spin on the same joke. That is a fantastic joke. Yeah, it's a fun scene, especially. Yeah, it's a very fun scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We then get into the Headhunter Village uh, where there's an ambush. And, uh, so you're worried about getting ambushed and there's a lot going on there, which is fun. And then we get to meet one of the great, great characters, Trader Sam. But and the you, you just classic- glossed over this scene. There's so much going on in that scene. I just got to tell yes. you a couple of jokes there. Yes. My favorite, is they're, they're dancing in a circle. It just makes me laugh just thinking about it. And, and we would do this and we say, wait a second. Let me translate. They're, they're singing a song here. This is a this is part of their culture. I'll, I'll translate for you. Put your right foot in, 
with your left (laughs) right foot out because they're dancing in a circle. And then in the scene, and I know they did this at Walt Disney World because it was built in the 70s. And if you listen really closely as they start screaming at you, one guy goes, I love disco. Seriously. There is no way. Yes. At Walt, at Magic Kingdom, one of them says, I love disco because one of the Imagineers loved disco. And so it's at the very, oh. very end. They go, la, 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 la. I love disco. I love disco. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's really funny. And then I would say the dumbest things. I was like, you guys, it, you know, it could be worse. You know, right now they're throwing spears, but last week they were throwing Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Oh, that's a classic. I uh, I love when they do the hokey pokey thing. Yes. They'll say, yeah. I'll translate for you. Put your yeah. left foot yeah. in, you put your right foot in. And then everybody laughs. They go, sorry, folks. I just made that up. It's a bunch of hokey pokey. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And then we meet Trader Sam. And the Trader Sam character is just so awesome. And usually you hear the same line, which is, here's Trader Sam. Mm-hmm. He's our head salesman yep. in the jungle. He's got a pretty good deal for you guys today. Two of his heads for, for one, one of, yours. of yours. Either way you slice it, you'll always, always come, come out, out ahead. ahead. That's a killer deal. Yep. So interesting thing about that. Trader Sam is at well, at Disneyland. Walt Disney World, his name is Chief Nami. <laughs> and it's so dumb because mm, that's right. the whole reason his name is Chief Nami is they had a script. And he looks a little different at at Walt Disney World. And at Magic Kingdom, they had the script that says Chief Nami. And it was fill in the blank, N-A-M-E, name, chief name. (laughs) They hadn't (laughs) named him yet. (laughs) So the skippers would just say Chief Nami. And they're like, you know what? We'll just call him Chief Nami. (laughs) It was fill in the blank name, chief name. I will never be on that attraction the same way again, Rob. That's hilarious. I'd never heard that. And he is the last character you see. He's at the very, very end. And the great thing about having him at the very end is when the boats get backed up like they often do, you can riff on jokes on Chief Name at the very end. Some people have 10 minutes worth of jokes just for the Chief Name scene. And that's also where we point out the plants. Here's some of my favorite plants, and you just point. Yeah. Let me point them one. out. That one. That <laughs> one. Oh, this is – oh, like, that's a hibiscus. This is a low biscus. This is a doggy biscus. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I love all of them. And then we got to talk – before we get to the end of the ride, we got to talk about the most famous part of the attraction, I think. I don't think there's anything more famous – then when you go under Schweitzer Falls to the back side of water. water. Was that a mandatory? Was that I I don't think I've ever been on it without hearing the backside of water joke. I, I I it's in the script. I just don't know how it got bigger and bigger and bigger. I imagine some skipper one day just turned it into something bigger than it was because it really is nothing. It's just the backside of water. But that thing has evolved over the years. I have, we didn't do this at the Magic Kingdom, but now that they do it, I've seen it at Disneyland and it people get excited. And he goes, oh, 2H, 
O2H saying oh, H2O yeah. backwards. <laughs> backwards. And they just build it up and people get really excited and you just ham that up. Because the thing is, sometimes yeah. people don't expect you getting them really excited about the backside <laughs> of water. And did you know, fun fact, uh, Schweitzer Falls is named after Albert, Dr. Albert Falls. Yeah. Is no, yeah, after the famous Albert Falls. I love it. Oh, I love that. And then we get to the end of the ride where everybody has to get off. Did you have your own version of if you liked it, if you didn't like it? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of things, you know, and you'd always say, you know, if you liked it, my name's Skipper Rob. If you didn't like it, my name's Danger Bob. And you'd find somebody else who was another skipper <laughs> and make fun of them. Um, another thing is, we also have boarding protocol. When people get on the board, you make jokes and things like that. Like, all right, everybody come on a board. Come on board. I mean, come on happy. By the end, you'll be <laughs> bored. bored. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we had a bunch of jokes, you know, uh, Lori Head, watch your step. If you hit your head, watch your language. This is a family theme park. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of those type of jokes. And uh, we always had a fun time doing that. But, you know, you skip the piranhas. And that's an amazing thing because... Uh, Magic Kingdom does not have piranhas, and I oh, I didn't think about that. I love piranha, I, I, and that's an addition. I think you we said earlier that yeah, that was in 1993, I think, or no, that's 2005 two. or something. I thought I thought was that was that a more it? recent yeah. one, and it's just funny because they just go in a circle. But uh, well, but 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 all the water does bubble up quite a bit, right? You know, so I mean, it does get that that little bit of excitement out of the piranhas. So, but, yeah, good point. And the one thing that Walt Disney World has that Disneyland doesn't is the temple. Yeah, we have the Cambodian yeah. temple, which is really cool. And one of my favorite jokes before going into the temple is, you know, uh, if you see that shrine over there, that's the shrine of Shirley. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Shirley's temple. <laughs> and before we enter the temple... Could it be complete peril and doom, or will we find hidden treasure? But let's face it, folks, it's probably going to be a gift shop because this is a family theme park. This is a Disney theme park, <laughs> right? And we'd always tell that joke. And uh, So before we get off the ride, okay. I have to say Disney World, one of my favorite things at the Disney World park that we don't have at Disneyland. There's a lot that I like, Yes, you know, at Disneyland too, of course, but at Disney World. I love when you ride at night and you go through the temple yes. and there's the tiger with his eyes glowing. Yes. That is, there is something about that tiger at night and the snakes and everything in the temple scene. I do wish we had the temple scene at Disneyland. I love that scene. And they always told us to, to, to keep quiet, to kind of not really narrate throughout and kind of, and they would have like the, the music kind of like doom, 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 doom. Yeah. Go through. But I love riding the Jungle Cruise at night because it's a different experience. And we would turn, we'd have these lights on the boat. We'd have show scene lights. And we'd always get in trouble if we came to the dock with our lights on. Other skippers would be like putting their hands up, all their, their faces, like I'm melting, you know, or whatever. But yeah. I love turning on those lights. And then when you go into the temple, you switch off those lights and turn them off. And then it's even more creepy and eerie inside there. Yeah. It's it's so fantastic. And, and then when you go to get off, yes. you know, there are a lot of hurrying, get off, yes. whatever. I heard one time a joke that I then found later verified by multiple skippers yes. that this joke is officially banned and that they are specifically not allowed uh, where they say, uh, okay, our ride has ended. 
please get off and enjoy the rest of your day at Disneyland, the world's largest human trap built by a mouse. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I have heard that that line has been completely banned. Yes. That they are not allowed to say that anymore. So Yeah. Well, one of the lines we used to use. Yeah. And I don't think I actually ever said that, but I would say what, what some of the older skippers, some of the more jaded seasoned skippers would use that line. But one of the fun jokes we would say is like, make sure you gather your belongings and especially your kids. Um, Sometimes people leave their kids here and then we put them on It's a Small World and that's where they live for the rest of their lives. How do you think I got this job? <laughs> you know, my parents. And then these guys, some guys are really good at improving and riffing and then just, they just keep talking until people get off. You're like, yeah, that's what happened to me. And here I am today. I was left abandoned by my parents and I now have been regulated as a screw scripper. They just keep talking and talking and talking. Oh, Rob, that's great. I love it. Well, did you ever see anybody trip and fall as they were getting on or off the boat? Every day, all the time. So here's the thing. is Really? It's that common? Oh, yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing is people, their natural instinct is to climb over the, the crates. And we the tell them, in the middle, yeah. right, because we lowered it from the back and the front. There's a middle load in point and then there's yep. a back door. Yep. The back door right. goes on the left side. The front door goes on the right side. But you always see people who come in on the, the front side and then they try and jump over the crates. And you're like, no, 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 don't jump over the crates. Don't jump over the crates. No, no, no. <laughs> you're always telling them. And because there was a, a method to it to kind of load right, people sure. in naturally. Easy flow. Yep. Yeah. And you would always get the people who probably didn't speak English or do English very well, jumping over the crates and tripping. And it was their fault. And uh, that was always fun. Doing Jungle Cruise, uh, doing the Jungle Cruise for people who did not understand a word you said. I remember doing it full a boat full of Brazilian students, <laughs> and I knew Spanish, <laughs> so I tried making it up. And I'd be like, "Elephant!" And everybody goes, "Yay, tigre!" Yay! I just point at the animals, and they all just go crazy, and then they, oh, then they just start awesome. singing songs. I mean, it's crazy. What a great memory! Oh, that's funny. And then you walk off the ride, and if you're like me, either right before or right after the ride, you're hitting Bengal Barbecue. Yes. But that's just me. So, you know, that's a, it's a great area. It's a great attraction. Rob, it's, it's the best. I'm so glad you had a chance to work on it. Yeah. So do you want to hear some other fun stories from the cruise? Yeah, let's get a couple in. So uh, whenever you see somebody at the Disney parks who's wearing a plaid skirt, or a plaid yep. vest. I call them the plaids. The plaids. They are yeah. usually taking VIP tours. And so right. there was this one time where I was rotating off. We would usually do a rotation of about 20 minutes. That is two trips around the river on the boat. And then you would rotate to either load, unload, fast pass, different positions. So I had just completed my second trip and I saw a plaid on the dock. As I'm getting out of my boat, she is escorting onto this boat none other than George Lucas. What? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's amazing, Rob. It's amazing, but he was not on my boat. He got on my boat as I rotated off the boat. Oh no, that's the worst. Oh, that's terrible. So George Lucas was going to be on my boat and I had to get off it. And so I go to break, I time it for 10 minutes, and then I come back to the dock just to watch him leave. I'm like, that could have been yeah. my boat. 
But yeah. Yeah. You missed out on that opportunity. Who knows where that could have led you, Rob? Exactly. Oh, man. He could have plucked me from obscurity from the Jungle Cruise and placed him in his (laughs) next bad Star Wars film. But uh, that could have been fantastic. Yeah. But that's that's fun. But uh, that was always a fun experience. And that's also where we load in our guests with disabilities. And so we we have a boat that has the ability to load in a wheelchair. And the boat that sank in Walt Disney World at the Magic Kingdom was that wheelchair boat. I don't know what. Oh, I didn't know it was the wheelchair boat. Yeah, I was looking at it. It was a wheelchair boat. So, um, and I had never been escorted off that ride or had to get off that ride because of mechanical difficulties. But there was this one time where I was on the boat and we often, when you have the traffic jam happening, it's because somebody's loading onto that boat. And there was this time where all the boats started moving, you know, kind of like in traffic. And once I started those boats, seeing those boats move, I wasn't paying attention. And the boat right in front of me stopped instantly and I crashed into the back of it. <laughs> so that was one of the times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it wasn't a huge crash, but it was more like a goong. And everybody went, ah. <laughs> Everybody screamed. I got oh, written no. up for that. I got a warning, but uh, yeah, did, not- did that happen? Like, was it? I know it wasn't common, but did it happen from time to time? From time, a boat would hit another boat. Yeah, from time to time. Um, but that was the one time. I it only happened to me once, and I learned my lesson from then on. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Rob, your stories are great. This has been so much fun. I miss it. I want to go ride it now. We're recording, uh, in case anyone's listening to it later, we're recording while the parks are shut down because of COVID-19. Yeah, so, and maybe it'll be open nope, by Christmas. Nobody's riding right now. And that's the other yeah, cool thing about the Jungle Cruise. They have the Jingle Cruise. Jingle Cruise at Christmas time. Yes, which I love. And that's, man, that might be, I think Christmas in the parks is going to be a whole, yes. a whole episode yes. so much, but, but Jingle Cruise is definitely fun. The way they dress up the animals and stuff yes. and presents floating and it's fantastic. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to wrap up with our single rider line. Here we go. The single rider line is a, uh, a bunch of individual questions that we'll ask about every attraction. Rob and I will both answer here we go. We'll start with you, Rob. You go first, and then I'll answer. Cool. Uh, first question, is this ride, the Jungle Cruise, is it in your top 10 attractions at Disneyland Resort? So that includes California Adventure, the whole resort. Yeah, to be completely honest, it wasn't as a child. But because mm. I'm a skipper, I am attached and to that ride. And so every time I go, I... It's a priority. It's top 10 for me now, but not as a kid. And it's a top top priority for me to go. And I always go and I say to the people, I am a former Jungle Cruise skipper. And I always go to the back and they load me in from the back so I don't have to wait in line. I usually make that distinction. My wife doesn't like it when I pull the skipper card, but... (laughs) They're usually very accommodating and they're a lot of fun. They they were like, yeah, yeah, let's get you on a boat. And I actually did a podcast with a guy named Kyle Crocker who does this Jungle Cruise Skipper podcast. And one time I got Mm. onto his boat. It was a complete coincidence. And he goes, hey, I know you. I'm like, I know you too. And he's like, I'm Kyle. I'm like, I'm Rob. Oh my gosh. And I got on his boat and it was amazing. That's hilarious. That's so fun. That's awesome. I... I unfortunately it doesn't quite squeeze into my top ten attractions at the resort. Now at the park, hundred percent. 
It's, yes. it's easily at Disneyland Park. It's easily mm-hmm. in the top 10. Yeah. But uh, preparing for this show overall, I made my top 10. It just barely missed. It's like number 11. So, all right, Rob, next question. How long would you wait to ride this, the line? How, how long of a line would you wait to ride it? 10 minutes. I, I can't wait longer yeah. than 10 or 20 minutes. 20 minutes tops. Like if we're at the end yeah. of the night, we haven't done it. I'm like 20 minutes, but I can't wait longer than that. I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it with you. You and I, 20 minutes. I'm all about it. All right. Favorite part or favorite thing about the attraction? Uh, going on the Jungle Cruise at night. Uh, it's just a great way just to kind of chill, cool down, be in the water and experience something fun. It's just, it's so much just more magical for me at night. It's just a different thing. So Mm, I love it at night. Awesome. My favorite part is the, the bad jokes. I just, I love it. And when I get to hear a new one, when I get to hear a new one, it's just, it's the best worst part or worst thing about the attraction. Worst part or worst thing? They haven't really done a lot of updates. They don't do a lot of updates. Uh, and I think some people like that, that it's just kind of the same thing. But I think if they did a little bit more refurbishment or added some stuff, I think breathing fresh life into it would be really good. Yeah. For me, it's uh, the unpredictability of the line. (laughs) At least Indiana Jones, I can count on it being long with Jungle Cruise. You never know. Uh, With this question, you've already answered, so I'll answer it. Have you ever been escorted off the ride during a breakdown? No. You said you have not. I have not either. This would be an interesting one during a breakdown. As you referred to it, uh, Disney World recently had a boat sink, so that's interesting. But I've never been escorted off the ride. Uh, what is the best time of day to ride it and why? I think you've already answered this At and night. I'm in concert with you. It is a hundred percent better. It's, it is one of the few rides that is almost a totally different experience at night. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, totally on board with Especially you. Especially when there's less people to be on the boat, you can stretch out a little bit more. You're not all yeah. packed in there. Oh yeah, it's nice. If you owned Disneyland, what one thing would you change? And I kind of touched on it, updating it. I think would be really cool. I really like finding hidden Mickey's, and hidden Mickey's can be a whole episode too, but. What if they put in little Easter eggs from like different movies, like Lion King, like that little uh, lion, they change it to look like baby Simba or you have what they did with, uh, with it's a small world. They kind of did that. Some of the, they could put in a Timon or a Pumbaa in the Savannah scene. So, Mm. but they, they kind of look like those animals you know, they could do an homage to uh, Tarzan. They could do some little homages in each scene, just slightly changing some of those animatronics by by putting some sort of characteristic into it. So it's just kind of more, just like it's a small world. It, and it breathes new life into it. Now people are looking for those little Easter eggs. Yep, yep. I That would be really interesting to me. Um, if I owned Disneyland, the one thing I would change is I would just make it longer. I'm always sad when it's over. That's one ride I could ride for a half hour and and still enjoy the whole thing. And this is so. where I disagree with you. As a skipper who used to work on that ride, I would <laughs> <laughs> doing that ride yeah. over and over again. <laughs> like I if if it was 20 minutes, then that's one rotation. I couldn't do two 
20 minute spiels. It would just kill. I'm me. with you. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But on that part, Hey, if I own Disneyland, that's what I would change. All right. And the final one, yes. describe the attraction in one word. Fantastical. <laughs> I think you just got away with uh, using three words, but that's okay. I, I combined would say, it into one. <laughs> I, I would say it's uh, hilarious. It's a hilarious attraction and it's uh, fun for the whole family. And it definitely is a, a highlight. We, if we go for, you know, more than a half day for sure, I don't think we've ever not gone on it. And there are some nights, you know, I'm an annual pass holder, but uh, a lot of times I can only go for an hour or two. This is one I find myself hitting Yeah. when, uh, when I'm only there for an hour or two. It's just so much fun. I love it. Rob, we're through. We have ridden the Jungle Cruise. Uh, it's time to go back about our day uh, at Disneyland. You know so. what? I my, I my wish is to actually ride this ride with you and see how we both react to those. Because I am always the hardest laughing person on that boat every time I go. Oh, me too. Okay. Me too. We'll have to hit Disneyland together one of these times. That would be amazing. It's you and me. I'm I'm the exact same way. And then Rob, can, this was so much fun. And we can go get treats at the new place. The what is it called now? The Oasis yeah, or whatever it it's called. called. I that, don't know. That what Aladdin's Oasis used to be. I can't think of what it's called. I've been there once. They have like mochi uh I mochi ice cream and stuff. Yes. And it's really cool little and they, place. The the little pow, the little balls. I forget what they're called. I'm not doing this justice. Canteen, the Skipper Canteen. Gosh, our our listeners are going to. And there's a Jungle Cruise restaurant at Magic Kingdom, too. Oh, it's amazing. And I have eaten there. They do a full fried fish there. Mm. Uh, Yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic. So this is uh, Skipper Jungle Canteen. Jungle, sorry. That's (laughs) no, Jungle Navigation Company. Yes. That's what it's called. So anyway. All good. Uh, yes. Yeah, that just opened. It feels like very recently, but you yeah. know, it's very cool. So uh, for our listeners, we want to thank you all for listening to us. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, if you could share it with someone you know, especially if they're a big Disneyland fan. Again, our goal is we hope you feel like you got to ride the ride with us tonight. Uh, it'll never get better than riding with a former skipper. So we appreciate it. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. And uh, feel free to drop us an email. It's castlecollective at gmail.com. Go ahead and and let us know what you think. And then on Facebook, we're going to be taking polls. Like we're going to tell you what upcoming episodes are going to be. And we'd love to get your feedback on it. So I think that that's that's about it for us. Rob, thanks so much. This was so much fun, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And if you like this particular podcast, give us five stars. And if you didn't, Review somebody else's podcast. <laughs> That's what we should have ended with. Right. Is if you enjoyed the podcast, this is the Castle Collective. Yeah. If you, if you didn't, this is uh, Bob's uh, Disneyland show. <laughs> find find your competitor that you don't like, and then we can... yeah, exactly right. I didn't want to name anyone real. I love all the podcasts. Yes. So, guys, thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Castle Collective. Thank you.